Welcome to Security Mutual Life Insurance Company of New York's SML Planning Minute, where we share concise and thought-provoking financial ideas for individuals, families, and business owners. Security Mutual, the company that cares. Hello, this is Bill Rinaldi with another edition of Security Mutual's SML Planning Minute. In today's episode, we're going to take a look back at one of our favorite previous episodes, Protecting the Elderly from Financial Abuse. Elder financial abuse, or exploitation, is defined in the Older Americans Act of 2006 as, quote, the fraudulent or otherwise illegal, unauthorized, or improper act or process of an individual, including a caregiver or fiduciary, that uses the resources of an older individual for monetary or personal benefit, profit, or gain, or that results in depriving an older individual of rightful access to or use of benefits, resources, belongings, or assets. Clearly, this is a form of abuse, the taking advantage of an older individual for another's financial gain. This is widespread, and believe it or not, it's common. Calling the problem, quote, Widespread and damaging, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, CFPB, analyzed government reports of suspicious financial activity, which the Bureau said involved more than $6 billion in attempted and actual losses between 2013 and 2017. In 2017 alone, reports of suspicious activity involving older folks totaled $1.7 billion. There were 63,500 reports that year, four times as many as in 2013, according to the CFPB, which is an independent federal agency that released its report. The number of financial abuse victims is alarming, but what may be even worse is that the abuse is often carried out by someone close to the victim. Financial crimes against the elderly are often carried out by family, friends, or other trusted individuals. The perpetrators of elder financial abuse can include family members, caretakers, neighbors, friends and acquaintances, attorneys, banks and other financial institutions, trusted financial advisors, and finally, health care providers. While there are a number of ways in which seniors can protect themselves, Congress is also doing its part. The Senior Safe Act was included as Section 303 of the Economic Growth Regulatory Relief and Consumer Protection Act, which was signed into law on May 24, 2018. The act addresses barriers financial professionals face in reporting suspected senior financial exploitation or abuse to authorities. The bill also protects those financial advisors, in most cases, from liability and from violation of privacy laws when they report cases of elder financial abuse. This immunity from liability in any civil or administrative proceeding for reporting a case of potential exploitation of an elderly person who suspects exploitation must be made in good faith and with reasonable care. According to Aging Care, there are five types of elder abuse, physical, sexual, psychological, financial, and neglect. We're focusing on financial abuse. These are some of the warning signs. Forging an elderly person's signature on checks or other documents. Forcing the elderly person to sign a will, deed, or power of attorney listing the perpetrator as the one who is responsible for the elderly person or who will gain when the individual dies. Stealing property or money from the elderly person. 
promising to give the elderly person lifelong care only if they give them money or their property. Using the possessions or property of an elderly person without their permission. Perpetrating fraud, which can include the use of trickery, false pretenses, deception, or other dishonest acts in order to gain access to the person's finances. Perpetrating cons or other confidence gains in order to gain the trust of the elderly person. Perpetrating telemarketing scams in which the elderly person is called and deception, exaggerated claims, or scare tactics are used to get the elderly person to send them money. And finally, charging things against the elderly person's credit cards without the authorization of the cardholder. More recently, government officials have reported a surge of malicious attempts to defraud taxpayers in connection with the coronavirus economic impact payments. Scams may use calls, text messages, or emails to impersonate IRS agents offering financial relief. Be aware of these scams. Here is some information provided by the IRS to help identify and report fraud. Here's what taxpayers should know. The IRS will not call, email, or text you to verify or request your financial, banking, or personal information. Watch out for websites and social media attempts to request money or personal information. The official website is irs.gov. Don't open surprise emails that look like they're coming from the IRS or click on attachments or links. Taxpayers should not provide personal or financial information or engage with potential scammers online or over the phone. Forward suspicious emails to phishing, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, at irs.gov, then delete. And finally, go to irs.gov for the most up-to-date information. What can you do if you suspect elder financial abuse? If you suspect financial abuse of an elderly person, you can contact Adult Protective Services, APS, local law enforcement, or the senior's financial institution. It is best to get the help for financial abuse as soon as possible. An attorney's advice can also be extremely helpful in this situation. APS is a mandated service provided by local social services districts. It involves intake, investigation, and assessment of referrals of abuse, neglect, and financial exploitation of impaired, vulnerable adults who live in the community. APS workers develop services plans for eligible clients to remedy physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, neglect, financial exploitation, or to address unmet essential needs of adults. In New York, you can call 844-697-3505, or you can look for the APS contact in any state by going online. This podcast is brought to you by Security Mutual Life Insurance Company of New York, the company that cares. The content provided is intended for educational and informational purposes only. Information is provided in good faith. However, the company makes no representation or warranty of any kind regarding the accuracy, reliability, or completeness of the information. To help reach your goals, you need a skilled professional by your side. Contact your local Security Mutual Life Insurance Advisor today. As part of the planning process, he or she will coordinate with your other advisors as needed to help you achieve your financial goals and objectives. 
For more information, visit us at smlny.com slash smlpodcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, tell your friends about it. And be sure to give us a five-star review. And check us out on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. The applicability of any strategy discussed is dependent upon the particular facts and circumstances. Results may vary, and products and services discussed may not be appropriate for all situations. Each person's needs, objectives, and financial circumstances are different and must be reviewed and analyzed independently. We encourage individuals to seek personalized advice from a qualified Security Mutual Life Insurance Advisor regarding their personal needs, objectives, and financial circumstances. Insurance products are issued by Security Mutual Life Insurance Company of New York, Binghamton, New York. Product availability and features may vary by state.